Hello, and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris. This is Evan. And this is episode 139. Oh my god. Yeah. No. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. Time flies. Yes, 139. 140 is next week. Yeah. Uh, Time flies. Yes. Uh, This week, uh, a twofer feature. Yeah, Um, double feature. Double feature. We're rolling back the clock, and we're going to be, uh, not that far, uh, mid-90s. Uh, doing smoke and blue in the face. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, so smoke. The deets. Uh, well, smoke was released, uh, June 1995, written by, uh, written by Paul Ouser and directed by Wayne Wong. And, uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. blue in the face was released October 1995. Yeah. Um, and written and directed by Paul Ouser and Wayne Wong. Mm Mm-hmm. They're interesting history. Both credited two. as director on that one, unlike yeah. on Smoke, where it's just credited as Wing Wong as director. Yeah. Um, and also, Blue in the Face is heavily improvised yeah. as well. So it, there's, it's like an incomplete script. It's not. And yeah, there it's not really co- it, it, it doesn't. Well, like, it's not really like a movie in the yeah. conventional sense. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like it's, it just. It's it, an addendum. It just starts, and it's it's like here's some more stuff. Yeah, by we'll those, get to that. Here's we'll some more that. stuff by the yeah. characters you like from Smoke. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. We'll, so smoke we'll start is, with Smoke. Smoke is a real movie. Smoke is the movie yeah. proper. So well, longer than I thought it was going to be. I've been. Well, I, it's more of like it's more of a drama. Really. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah, kind it's of not, it's still sort of classified as like it's comedy, but it's like it's more of a drama. It's it's it has comedy in it. It's a little dark humor and stuff like that, but it's it's kind of like the funny things in it are like. Like kind of like day to day life funny things that can happen yeah. to people more than like I see it as like written comedy yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah um, opening shot uh, the World Trade Center towers yeah yeah it's always a little weird yes watching old movies and when they really like like showcase them and it's just kind of like oh yeah oh, oh I forgot yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean I mean yo ninety that's I mean that. I mean that's you know, every yeah. movie, every movie prior to two thousand one that took place in New York yeah. uses those towers. You yeah, know, like. I, it's, well, it's, I mean, <laughs> they're iconic, that, right? I, you know, yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, I, I agree. I'm just saying, like, it's always just that slightly odd, mm-hmm. you know, feeling. Um, so there's a title card that apparently the uh, smoke takes place in summer of 1990. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I feel like it's a little bit like, um, uh, it's a little bit like Big Lebowski, where like it's it t- it's it was made later in the nineties, but it takes place at the beginning, beginning of the nineties. Yeah, and there's really no real reason other than just that they there's like a reference well, to like the Persian Gulf. The film, also, <laughs> like, yeah. Oddly enough, though, the film also looks like it was filmed in the nineties. Like it is not, or like in the earlier nineties versus like the middle or nineties. Like it's got a, a style about it that feels a little bit older yeah. than when well, it was. Well, what's filmed. interesting is that the two the two movies have like very different styles yes. in some ways. Yes. Which is clearly a deliberate artistic yeah, choice, yeah, yeah. given the fact that it's the same people making yeah, them. Like, yeah. Um, so the main character in Smoke is um, Harvey Keitel is Augie. Yeah. Um, so he's basically like he runs this like smoke shop. Smoke shop. Yeah. Uh, people come buy cigars. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, people <laughs> people come buy cigars. Yeah, and, and then uh, uh, the other sort of major character. Uh, in, what's in, his um, name? Is William his Hurts. boss? Uh, Victor Argo plays yeah, his boss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, William Hurt is which is the other weird because I think he actually has more screen time in Blue in the Face. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And it's not a lot. I no, 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 no. In yeah. both, it's in, not in, a lot. In because in, in it's smoke, one of those he real, just pops in a couple of it's times. It's one of those real kind of like the sort of the the slightly distant boss. Yeah. I mean, as they explain, because in Blue in the Face, they explain like like he 
he just owns the smoke shop. It's like a tax right yeah, off. Like, yeah, yeah. It's not even yeah. anything that, like, well, yeah. you know. Because he brings it up and pulls the face. He's like, like, a, he's, he's like, like he, a, a millionaire. He wants to know why Augie keeps, like, why, why do you keep working here? Like, if Augie quit, he'd probably just shut it down. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, he like, doesn't need yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's but, not. But Augie likes it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then William Hurt as um, a novelist, yeah. Paul Benjamin, yeah. um, is sort of the other kind of main character. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just kind of, they kind of go some somewhat sort of back and forth yeah. between like those two kind of main storylines and um yeah well it's broken down into chapters yeah. and each like there's a nice they do do that t- it's a it's a very stylized well, guess, where they, um, do, they uh, do a title card and Rashid's Rashid Harold yeah. Perrineau oh you mean Paul Benjamin uh <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's got yeah. a fairly major yeah, because no, well, they have the stuff where it goes off to like in a way like, like plays Augie and Paul, ben, uh, uh, Paul Benjamin are kind of the main characters but the movie's actually about yeah. Rashid uh, Thomas yeah. Cole, Thomas Cole yeah, yeah. Um, to a degree but I, I mean I just think because he's, he's sort of what pushes the pl- he, he's yeah. the plot device yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah you know um, um, I really enjoyed the um, uh, but also this movie every single face in this movie is someone you will recognize like it yeah, is ridiculous yeah. and, and what's funny is a lot of them have really tiny parts yeah um, and then like in some cases like um, Giancarlo oh, Esposito yeah 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 as Tommy yeah. he's great that was amazing but he is a very small I mean he's there all the time but yeah. he's just like hanging out and, and chatting yeah, in, yeah. in the store um, but in terms of having like his own sort of scenes or his yeah. own stuff to his do his own like presence yeah, it's yeah. really more in Blue in the Face that he really kind of yeah. has actually more sort of presence yeah. well, uh, um, in Smoke he's just kind of like one of the hangers on well, the big thing is because I mean, I guess he's kind of just all meshed together here, but uh, William Hurt's not really in no. uh, uh, Blue the, in the, in the Face. All, he's not yeah. in Blue in the Face no, at all. Um, and so... Neither uh, is Harold Perrineau. No, yeah. It's like, none of the main kind yeah, of storylines yeah. of... It's... Um, it's yeah, all, just all the, the main characters, characters. It's all the characters that you meet, like, right at the beginning of this movie that yeah. hang out at the it's smoke shop. It's all, like, shop the side and, characters, yeah. and then, like, all the cameos, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, the, yeah, like, the plot-based characters of, of like, Forrest Whitaker yeah. and, and stuff like that just... Yeah. They, they don't, they're not in it because they, they don't... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I really enjoyed, uh, early on there, the uh, William Hurt's character, uh, Paul. Yeah. Um, his uh, whole thing about, the talking about, like, the weight of, um, the weight of the smoke... Oh well, yes, like that story. With the whole story. Yeah, he's got a whole yeah. story for everything because he's yeah. very, he's very like well learned in yeah, like yeah. a lot of history stuff. And yeah, so, that yeah. was really neat. Um, and then of course there's all the stuff about like um, Augie's project. Yeah. With his where he takes a picture every on day the corner. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be, I'll across the street. It's across the from shop. the smoke shop, so yeah. basically the smoke shop is in the shot. Yeah. Um, it's like the sort of kitty corner, and then um, yeah, like every day. Yeah. Um. That was really neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, no, uh, I I really I really enjoyed. This is one of those like I've like known about this movie forever. Yeah, and hadn't just hadn't seen it. Just just a case of hadn't seen it. Like, had you um, not seen it before now? Or I've not seen it before now. This oh, is the first time oh, I've oh, ever wow, seen wow, this. Wow, yeah, okay. I've never seen. I've no, a, like I said, a, I've known of this big, movie for it's a long. It's a big old like old fair. Yes, like, yeah, since, yeah. since yeah. it came out, like yeah. I, I saw it when it was pretty new. Uh, yeah, like, I think I saw it on, like, one of those kind of artsy, like, TV channels or something like that, or I may have just got it from, like, I may have rented it. Like a video rental. Video, like, just been like, oh, this looks interesting, Mm -hmm. or, oh, I like, you know, I like Harvey Keitel, you know, this is after, (laughs) this is after, you know, Pulp Fiction and, and, and Reservoir Dogs and all that, so Mm -hmm. it's just like, and, and, like, right after, like, it's that same era. And so I would have been very aware of... Harvey Keitel is always a tricky was. one for me because I always like Harvey Keitel. Yeah. I don't always like the movies he's in. Right. Like, 
Like, and a lot of that is just topically. Like, he's in a lot of movies yeah. where I'm just not, like, not well, interested this is really in the topic. In, this is an interesting role for him because Augie, like, can definitely be kind of a jerk sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But, like, deliberately, yeah, like, yeah. he just kind of, like, he's just, he has his opinions about things and he has his yeah. way of... Well, evil. like, the whole thing but was, still, like, overall, he is Between, a, like, him he's and more his, of a sympathetic uh, character. His ex played by, uh, oh, uh yeah, yeah. Channing there. Yeah. Uh, well, you get the feeling that, like, basically, he's really mean to her, but you get the feeling that she screwed him over pretty yeah, badly, yeah, and yeah, so yeah, he yeah. just doesn't trust her yeah. because her history yeah. seems to dictate that, like, yeah. she can't be there's, trusted. There's definitely a lot of, like... The, there's no blameless part in, yeah. that, in that relationship. But, yeah, uh, yeah. But um, but also he's. I mean, but it's definitely a more sympathetic character than he's typically known for mm-hmm. playing. Like it's he, it's not it's not the super rough like yeah, exactly you know, yeah, yeah criminal type. But it's it's know. all it's like these are like this the the archetypes yeah. of a lot of the people in this in this like especially Augie and a, a little bit of uh, Harold Pernod's character too yeah. of, of Thomas Cole um, are very um, it you very quickly go. Yes. Ah, he's that kind of guy. He's got, you know, he's friendly to his friends. Uh, he, maybe he makes excuses to his girlfriends a little too often. Yes. A little too much bravado. Uh, maybe maybe a little too much pride. But but he can be soft if he needs to be. Yeah. You know, that kind of, you know. And, and they, they're well-rounded in a realistic way. Mm-hmm. Um, which, going into Blue in the Face, um, which, here's the thing. I've seen Blue in the Face. Okay. Well, that must have been confusing. Uh, no. Because under the context that I saw it, yeah. I was told... See, I think I saw it with some people. Okay. And I I was more or less when I saw what it's about. I was just told, like, not no, nothing about smoke. Yeah. I was just told, oh, this is kind of like some actors doing a... Uh, like, there's a lot of famous people doing yeah. this, like, sort of uh, ad lib, mm-hmm. um, like, sort of almost documentary about people in Brooklyn. Right. And I was like... Which is true. And I was like, sounds great. I mean, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And th- this movie, and like, blew in the face, makes perfect, it's fine if you've never well, seen What I mean smoke. is, is just, that if you're familiar with the characters, well, that's it like, does kind of change. It, exactly. So upon a second view... It's like a flavor enhancer. Because I got about know? 10 minutes into blue in the face yeah. on this, this time, and I was like... This all seems real familiar. And then I was immediately reminded of the Michael J. Fox part of it. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like, because that appears about the halfway mark. Oh, and man. Well, it was the Michael J. Fox part and what's his name who comes in as the watch salesman. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the scene between him and... Which is hilarious. Uh, Giancarlo. Yeah, that's um, Malik Yoba. Yeah, Malik Yoba. And what's Yoba, hilarious yeah, yeah. is that Malik Yoba is in Smoke too. Yes, But yeah. totally different totally part. Totally different part, yeah. Which yeah. is weird because there's so many actors playing the same, same part. Yes, and yeah, then yeah. he comes in and he's obviously a completely different person. You're like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> in the in, in Smoke, he's the creeper, right? Yeah, he's yeah. like the, the he plays gangster. The, the gangster, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And he's clearly not the same person. Yeah. Um, but like, like as soon as I was like, this seems real familiar. Yeah. And then after about another five minutes, I was like, I've seen this. Yeah. I, it was a while ago, so it was, it was a good refresher, but I was, and and then, but but having now watched Smoke first, I was like, oh, it it makes these, it makes it different, which yeah. is kind of a, which is yeah. kind of good. Well, the I contrast mean, between them is yeah. part of well, like, because well, I mean, one is like, like, like Smoke is a full like plot driven, yeah. regular kind of somewhat you know, movie. And, and yeah, and Smoke, and Blue the Face is much more like documentary about Brooklyn. Yeah. Just happens Mixed to be, with, you know, some scenes. You get some Lou Reed. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You get some odd stuff. And, and, you know, a lot of time yeah. in, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, really weird thing, considering that, like, what, 
has pers- you know has has happened since is mm-hmm. um the uh i can't even remember the character's name now but like one of the one of the um one of the guys in the shop who does you know like the sweeping and stuff like that is like jared harris plays. yeah uh, oh uh, jose uh, jose zunga jose? No, no no jared harris oh J- jared harris oh oh right. jimmy jimmy rose he, jimmy he, rose he thank the, you I yeah, yeah. he, he plays like this somewhat like stuff. he's like me, like maybe slightly mentally handicapped slow, yeah. but yeah. i was just like that's so weird because he went on to do so much like yeah big stuff mm-hmm. and like be like a very like recognizable plays a bad actor guy. and be a very <laughs> recognizable actor yeah. in like leading roles I, who would have ever thought that based like that's on where, yeah, this performance yeah, and this yeah. where like well, not saying his performance is bad but yeah. just it's so I mean, minor uh, Harold Perneau which I mean most people know from other Oz are lost yeah. like He's real young in this. Yeah. Like... And which is... And, and, and I mean, he's, he's clearly older than he... Like, he's playing yeah. like 16 in this. He just turned cool. 17. Just turned, yeah. Yeah, as of 41 well, minutes ago. He's movie... Um, you know, he's movie, movie young. He's a movie, movie teenager, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know. It's probably 25 going on 16, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's that old. No, he's no, pretty young He's pretty young. Because, I mean, well, this was just before... Here's um, the thing. This was just before... Uh, he's playing uh, off against... Romeo and Juliet as well, right? Yeah, that's so, true. That's he's true. pretty young He's playing off against Harvey Cartel, who perpetually looks 60... And William Hurt, who also, like, it, you know, like, everybody in this movie is clearly way older than him. Yeah. And so it makes his age much more believable. Absolutely. Um, I think Jimmy's probably the only one even close to his yeah. age. But yeah, um, the, the, there's some, there's some good, like, really intense stuff, like, um, the, uh, when they go back and, uh, when the truth comes out about, like, him being, um, the son of oh, and all the stuff Whitaker's between Tom, Tom, Thomas and his dad, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and but like when he like tells him and stuff, and, and, and that was a lot of intensity. That, how he just flips, yeah, he just freaks out, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, because because yeah, I mean, they had like, that, the, they had that the dad, they had that really good scene earlier, yeah, when because he's been helping him clean out the, the yeah. garage, and they have the scene where they're, they're drinking the pop, the soda on the back of the, the pickup yeah. truck. Yeah. And he asks him like, if, you know, if it's not too impersonal, ask him about the arm, and then he the, sto- the way he tells the story about the yeah. arm is like like. You know, foolish moments cost me everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 I and I wasn't I, I wasn't as, I wasn't lucky enough to even lose my own life. Instead, yeah. I lost my arm as a reminder of yeah, yeah. everything I've that lost. That was a great scene. And then like and then like because because that that super intense scene ends with him just like staring at his arm. Yeah. And like and like that like was really so intense. yeah no it was really and then and then after that they're all sitting around the picnic table mm. and just like. There's a good chunk of, like, nobody's saying anything and, you know, just everybody's just letting it all sit, settle yeah. in, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, that was really good. That was, I mean, it was a little bit kind of like, wow, that that sort of, yeah. like, whoa, like, there hadn't really been, like, that kind of level of intensity mm. up to that point, really. Um, although, uh, the scene with, um, where uh, he, he goes uh, with his ex there and... To see, like, oh, his daughter, oh, played by daughter, uh, maybe his maybe daughter, his daughe- maybe her not. daughter, but yeah, Ashley Ashley Judd. there, and like, she's a piece of work, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, living in a crack day, interesting kind of uh departure for like not yeah. the kind of thing that she normally did, yeah, which is sort of interesting. Um, and that's pretty early, too, like, yeah, being that it's like mid 90s, like, yeah. 95, like, whatever, like, that's that's pretty early, yeah, yeah. Well, she's pretty young, it's not long after, you know, like. Star Trek Next Generation, yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that was, that uh, that sort of was a bit intense as well. Um, but it was also kind of a little bit just like ridiculous in a way. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. 
I thought that the later stuff there mm-hmm. with with Force of the Crane Harry Potter that was where it really kind of like, I was like whoa like yeah I kind of stood up like like I've seen this movie like more mm-hmm. than once and I, I sort of that's where I kind of sh- like you know sat up and was like whoa that yeah. that just went to a whole different place <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know uh, I really like the scene where um, after uh, Thomas accidentally ruins all the oh, Cuban cigars. Yeah. And him and William Hurt and, and Augie are at the... I like how the money kind of gets passed around. around. Yeah, which yeah. actually sort of works because yeah, yeah. then it's like a lot harder to sort of like... The likelihood of like those... The, 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 uh, the creeper guys yeah, are going to yeah. like track down like what happened to it. it. Yeah. Is, I mean, turns out later on like they, there's the thing in the paper where yeah, like they got killed it, in, in it, a diamond, di- attempted diamond mm-hmm. robbery or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't really matter. But like... You know, it's like everything kind of got tied up. They subtly, they they subtly put that in there. I like yeah, that. Yeah, everything kind of got tied up. But the idea that like like he gives it to Augie and then Augie gives it to her, yeah, yeah. and it's just kind of like yeah. it kind of well, it was stolen money line. that Thomas picked up. Yeah. because the guys weren't paying attention yeah. because they were like because the, the circumstances the yeah. robbers weren't paying attention. Yeah, and then yeah, and then it yeah then and then but just that whole scene like if he tries to give it to Augie. Yeah, and he's like f you, it's yeah. like, no f you, yeah. and it's just like you know. Like he 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 was, he wasn't willing to take it like just as a, as an apology. There yeah. had to be like more to it than that. Yeah. Like, um, uh, but you know he makes good on it, and then and then he just which is funny because like he's more or less penniless because he invests all his money in the yeah uh, in the cigars, loses it all, gets the money to like square himself up, and yeah. then immediately gives it all away. Yeah. To like. It, that money's just gone. Like, it's just... I mean, because I, I, I felt that uh, his ex's character was not... Well, you know... I think part of it also was, like, maybe it was something... Ruby like, McNutt. That was, yeah. that was it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With but the eye patch. I also kind of felt it was sort that of... That the marble. Yeah. That brought me nothing the, but bad luck. The blue marble, yeah. Yeah. Um, Truth be told, though, I lost it. <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah, I mean, I sort of felt a little bit like it was a, a bit of a... Um, no, it was good, though. No, but like I... Also, a karmic thing. Yes, like, just yes. kind of like, well, yeah. you know... I, I don't want to use this money because I think there's a lot of this movie that is um like you could almost say this like t- sort of the I don't want to say like the the moral of the story of smoke is kind of like a a bit of karmic. You know, yeah. like a lot of the stuff yeah, a lot I mean, of things people do Yeah, the force are 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 like like bad things or good things happen to people, they pay it forward or they don't, uh, you know um, the bad things they've done catch up with them. They're given a chance to yeah. kind of redeem themselves, and you know, uh, even characters like uh, like what what like William Hurt because he he gives Benjamin like a place to stay. Uh, uh, no, not a, uh, Rashid. Uh, the Rashid a place to stay, and uh, you know doesn't kick him out until it really becomes obvious that like he shouldn't be there. Um, uh, his aunt comes by because he because Thomas can't. She can't stop spinning the tails, and uh, uh, you know. But then when it comes time, like the bad guys come and they rough him up, but they yeah. don't kill him. Like, yeah. like it's all you know, like a, you know, sort of like because he was, you know, if he had, you know, maybe if it maybe panned out differently. You yeah. Know? I mean, heck, if she hadn't saved his life in the first place. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, yeah. Um... Yeah, and then um, of course, like the big sort of concluding thing is the whole Christmas story. Yeah, yeah. Well, because because uh, Thomas Benjamin or because really, really Paul Benjamin good. needs a Chris. He's commi- he needs yeah. to write a Christmas story. I, and... I love the way that like he they have the scene where he's like telling him the story, and yeah. then like the ending 
is kind of just showing it. See, like, that I... I wish they had just, while he was telling it, they had yeah. shown it. Yeah. Because that was like... I was like, I, I already... I already I like I, I felt like I yeah, already seen slash heard this. Yeah, like, no, it's I, different, I, I appreciated that they Because they used it. it basically at the, like, essentially in the end. It is literally the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. And with just It's music. like the last, like, 15 minutes yeah, of the movie. Yeah, with just, like, is, music. Yeah. And, and I, yeah. I, I appreciated that. Yeah, well, they played, as an artistic they, yeah. choice, I um, thought it was cool. I, I, I liked it. Like, I liked that they did it. Yeah. I just wish we had, they hadn't done it, like, maybe back-to-back back like yeah. that. No, um, I don't know. I just... I, um, I felt it worked for me. But, uh... It was a good story. I, it was neat because it... it the it, only thing uh, I didn't tied like... back to, like, where... Where Augie got the camera. How it started with, with the, the camera. Fo- the photographing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's it, some... I, I really enjoyed that. Um, I did not like, in that part where he's telling the story and stuff like that, the, the mouth close-ups is something that I've never liked <laughs> yeah. in movies. Sometimes it's used effectively as, like, a, a tool to, like, yeah. to, to, like, be sort of annoying. Yeah. Like, um, like, like in Scrooge. Scrooge, yeah. And yeah. it has the... Nah, 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 well, it's know. almost like mouth insert shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, certain times where it's appropriate for, like, the, the, the feel that it's trying to get across. Yeah. But in this, where they did it, I, I was just like, no, I can do without that. Yeah. But other than that, I really enjoyed that stuff. Um, the, the, the other thing that I really wanted to mention, because it's kind of an interesting thing, is um, something that I found was one of the most interesting, that I probably never really would have, like, remarked upon watching it, like, you know, 20 years ago. Um, something I found really interesting was, like, the sound in this movie, like, the background ambience sound. Yeah. Is, because it's just constant, and it really gives you that feeling of, because they're, like, in Brooklyn, and there's so much going around. It's that whole kind of, like, you know, it's the city that never sleeps. Like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole kind of just, like, the neighborhood. There is a, always, like, there is a always, din. There is a din yeah, in the background. And there's that, always something, yeah. like, like kids, like, playing in the street. Yeah. But it's just, just in the shouting, background. You don't, just, have, you don't like, ever just voices, see it. And there's you know, always just some little... It's, it's always, like, around the corner, outside the yeah, window, like the down the street kind of. Yeah, is very interesting. And, I mean... You, I'm going to assume a lot of that was because of how this was filmed, like just the natural background but sound. It's but... So carefully, like it's well, well, you know, what I mean is in terms of like like those sounds were recorded. Yeah. Oh, from while that there, pla- while from that place, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brooklyn, and yeah. then and then were used to yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, I agree with uh, that. Yeah. 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 Um, like maybe not like at the exact time that they yeah, were. Yeah. So I mean, that's basically yeah, smoke. No. Yeah. Um, and then so what happened was. I've always heard, I've not been able to verify this now because it doesn't say anything about this on like Wikipedia or anything like that. Um, uh, but what I always heard like back in the day was that uh, they had time left over. Yeah. When they that's what I that's that's, that's that's like sort of the, the they, common they rumor that I've read. over on like now. their sort of schedule or their. Um, I think it, I always heard it, it was like because like the, the all the equipment rental and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they shot Blue in the Face basically like five days yeah. uh, just at the very end there with yeah. no real script, you know, maybe some, it, they, 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 some incomplete out. character some stuff, stuff and that was it. Out, yeah, but like yeah. a lot of improv, a lot of, you know, just like setting up the scenario. Yeah. Um, so a bunch Blue, of semi-connected So Blue in the Face vignettes. was released, as I mentioned in the oh, beginning yeah. there, was released in October 95. Yeah. So it was only, what, four months later? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah. Like, it's right, the kind of thing now, like, Blue in the Face would never have... If this movie came out now, yeah. like if Smoke had come out now, Blue in the Face would just been an extra on the DVD. Yeah. They never would have put that 
But I really because like well, I mean, of, first off, it bombed in the theater. But the idea of making it like yeah, but Smoke made enough. They to made a crap ton of money. Of it, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Oh, well, get, also because like Blue in the Face cost them almost next to nothing. Actually, yeah. Well, literally, like, basically yeah, cost them yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. So. I, th- I think there's like a, a a recorded budget of like two million, but like. That probably wasn't from anything. But I mean, that was, that was like the ad budget yeah, from yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. F- making smoke. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because I think smoke is like eight or something. Yeah, super small. And then it yeah. made like thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really, there was no yeah, loss. Yeah. No really. loss there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's I a think, freebie. And I think it's a great... and smoke is and also blue in the face is like an hour. It's uh, yeah. no, it's almost an hour and a half. It's one hour twenty-three. Oh, it was an hour twenty-three. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, it goes by pretty briskly because yeah, okay. there's always some like it's always changing. I felt it was. I felt it. Was, I, 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 I. Yeah. I felt it was. It was shorter than that. But no, uh, it's it's an hour. I got. See, yeah, I, I watched it in two parts. I got yeah. interrupted, so I, maybe that's why. I did but uh, right out of the gate, it's very different style. With yeah. The sort of like like the credits like. Uh, I guess it's also it feels short compared to like because yeah because because smoke is a hard two hour almost move. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like eight. It's like 112 minutes yeah, 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 versus yeah. like 83 or whatever. 83, yeah. So yeah. it's like basically half, half hour, hour longer. longer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, and also, like I say, just smoke is rather slow paced. Yeah. Whereas Blue in the Face is very fast paced. Because it's all clips. Because it's all just changing yeah. constantly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all different. And there's a lot of intercutting back and forth between yeah. different. Yeah. Like they keep going back to Lou Reed. Yeah. Or they keep going back to Augie and, and Jim Jarmusch yes. chatting in the yeah. shop. Yeah. Um, but I really liked. Um, how it establishes a, such a different style right off the bat. Yeah. They have all the, the sort of Latin kind of style music, the, the yeah. Selena music. And then uh, the credits are like that very kind of like, they got this like jaunty font. Blunt, yeah, yeah, like yeah. pastel colors yeah. and stuff. Whereas like in Smoke, it's very kind of conventional, just like regular kind of like white on black, black yeah, block yeah, letter kind of. Um, I also noticed... Um, uh, I had forgotten it had been a while since I seen it and I'd forgotten that they started in with the Lou Reed stuff oh, immediately. Yeah. yeah. At the beginning. It basically like intros yeah, yeah. Love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. So good. Um also they have a- Oh, that was the other thing I was running up is the Lou Reed's talk about the loss of the Dodgers. Yeah. And how like like Brooklyn has no like yeah. ba- baseball means nothing in Brooklyn since yeah. the Dodgers well, left. That's sort of another one of the themes because they they talk to well baseball's a, I mean that that starts to smoke well, too. They have but, a bunch yeah. of the locals talking about it too. Yeah. That's kind of one of those themes. Yeah. Like it's that and it's the the it's like the stuff about that and the stuff about just like kind of Brooklyn in general. Like a, a b- yeah. big part of it's talking about the the huge amount of like multiculturalism there. Yeah. It's like that there's like uh, I noticed there's like, a little bit of voiceover. Yeah, in, yeah. Blue in the face, which yeah. is not a technique that they use in smoke. So yeah. that because Harvey Keitel, he kind of does a little bit of like, you know, I was doing this and this and this, and I was like, oh, that's it's like they, they use it as like they a lead into, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, just like a setup thing. Yeah. Um, and then like just a ton of like little bits of like I feel like like thirty seconds just somebody yeah. saying something. I feel like Blue in the Face is probably because like smoke is supposed to take place as it says summer nineteen ninety, um. But I feel like Blue in the Face is maybe like a few years later when yeah. it's like it's more contemporary to like when the movies came out. came out, yeah. Because yeah. it seems like things have kind of progressed and the events of Smoke do not seem to be recent. No, like it just no. seems to be something like <laughs> in the past. And there's even that part where like, because even like Augie seems a lot more just kind of like at ease. Yeah. And he just kind of, there's that part where he's just like, oh, I'm in a really good place right now. Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And like, it just seems, I think, um, um, like he's just, well, because that's, because actually it's in Blue in the Face is when his boss is like, yeah. 
hey, why, why are you still doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and it's I think they probably the, took that a little more like it's going to sell it. It's going to get turned the, into a health food store. The, that, that, they <laughs> probably the took other. a little more modern to the, the time of filming approach with yeah. it because so much of it is about like what Brooklyn is like. Yeah, like right now. Right. Kind yeah. Of yeah. Deal, so yeah. Uh, the yeah, and then like pretty much most of it is pretty much cutting between like all the locals talking about like Brooklyn facts and yeah, the, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. things about it. The Lou Reed stuff, just kind of monologuing about Brooklyn, and then. Um, just like a lot of cameos, yeah, yeah. You know, you had the Mira Servino uh, part. Yeah, Roseanne. Yeah, who's like, yeah, she 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 comes back wife. a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Well, because that's one of the kind of running storylines is yeah. that his boss is going to sell the store, store, yeah, and it's going to get turned into a health food store. store, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and then there's the whole sort of thing where. The, Roseanne plays his wife and they're like having a little bit of trouble and then yeah. like they end up going to Vegas and then that leads to the whole singing television thing so with terrific. Madonna <sighs> where that's where, a scene yeah where, where it's the whole like sending the telegram of like yeah. like you know basically saying like oh we're in Vegas the deal's off uh, yeah. not selling the store, the store yeah. and all that stuff which you know I mean, it's anticlimactic, but considering that it's not really intended. Yeah, to be like there's no real, like, there's, it's not really intended to be like a real movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no real dramatic yeah. stakes. It's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. Everything turns out okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, I really love um all the Jim Jarmusch stuff. I really yeah, love. super. I good. thought it was hilarious where he talks about because there's the part where he talks about uh specifically about coffee and cigarettes. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. And of course, because his movie, movie coffee, is coffee and cigarettes, cigarettes. Yeah. kind of has some similarities a little bit to this. It, and. Uh, spiritual. I, I call coffee and cigarettes a spiritual success. And I actually <laughs> looked it up, and although coffee and cigarettes came out in two thousand four, yeah, um, some of the segments of it in it were done as short films back in like the late eighties. So wow. some of them were already predated. Yeah. So like at this point, he had already started doing the coffee and cigarettes series, yeah. as it were, where he did like three short films, like in the late eighties, um, early nineties. And then, so he had already done those. So when he was refer- referencing coffee and cigarettes in this, like, like yeah. it was like that wasn't just like a oh like maybe that's something he'll do in the future. It's like no, he'd already done several of them. Yeah, the the, the shorts of it, right? And then it was later on in, in two thousand four where he like actually put out put it all together, the full yeah. movie with like a whole bunch of different segments. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was really neat. Um, I like coffee and cigarettes. It was, it was yeah, good, it was, yeah. That, it was awesome. Um, Lily Tomlin as the waffle eater. Oh yes, so good. With yeah. with like the must like fake mustache. Fake mustache. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally just playing like this some dude like this kind of like like burnout hippie dude like yeah. ex hippie dude versus yeah. like oh yeah man yeah the waffles yeah the waffle. well, 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 that, waffles well that whole the Belgian waffle thing that's yeah, another because yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 it all starts out with like she's like she's clearly like may or may not have a like been from the hospital yeah, yeah. and like is there any nurses around here yeah, yeah. And, like, I love that and, like, you could tell that was a nurse? like a completely yeah. like ad-libbed yeah oh yeah, you yeah. could tell because yeah. like obviously no I'm looking for she's I'm very... looking for the she's got like the flyer like the yeah. 495 like they don't sell those no more yeah <laughs> yeah that was great yeah. um and I really one of my favorite you mentioned the Michael J. Fox scene which is hilarious uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, got, I got a quota so I need, different you, you'd really be helping me out like so facial different hair like, yeah Michael like, J. not just the facial hair I mean it's very but I mean, specific just, it just it just, it's just like you're like especially like in 1995 yeah. with like nobody the, had ever seen Michael J. Fox with, with like facial hair sport jacket yeah and like cut off denim <laughs> jeans <laughs> like like shorts <laughs> it's a that's a look I'm not sure that's what a, that look was about 
1995 Brooklyn. <laughs> no, not even though. Not even like that is a unique yeah. character. But yeah, like it wasn't just that he had facial hair. It was yeah. very specific facial hair and a very specific sort of hairdo and stuff like that. Yeah. That like I've never seen him look like that in anything else, which was interesting. Um, but uh, probably one of my favorite parts um, that I, was, I like. Well, I like the. Uh, okay, get, go. Sorry, go ahead. One of my favorite parts I always remembered was. Uh, in one of the parts with um, when Augie is talking, is chatting with uh, Jim Jarmusch, is when uh, he's talking. Jim Jarmusch is talking about the whole thing with the the Nazi smoking. Oh, the, and the, yeah. how, like they they always like hold the hold with the two that very specific way, yeah, yeah. and he's doing that. Oh yes, we would. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's doing, I was <laughs> that <laughs> kills me. That yeah, slays yeah, me every time. Yeah. I don't know why. I just find that so funny. It, the it, way that he does it because it, it, well, it's it's again very good improv. Yeah, like very good. Like yeah. you, you would be hard pressed to be able to write that and Absolutely. come out that way. But like, I just you know. thought it was great. Yeah. Like I, just, uh, I, 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 I like I think like next to next to like a lot of the guest starring yeah. stuff, like the Lou Reed stuff and 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 the Michael J. Fox stuff and that is I like I like that opening scene with the the guy who steals the kid who steals the purse oh yeah 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 and he's like call the cops and then she gets all the, yeah, the yeah. lady gets all soft and then he, so he gets gives all, the bag back to the, the kid and the kid runs off yeah. Um, yeah, that's one of those things where I was talking about, like, Augie can be kind of a jerk sometimes, yeah. you know, but there's, like, yeah. reasoning behind it, yeah. you know, because uh, all she had to do, yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, the RuPaul care, uh, yeah, yeah, the whole, the, well, that whole dance, the whole dance, scene, where it's yeah. like the neighborhood, the big neighborhood the dance, dance scene. yeah, yeah, because um, there, there's a little bit more, the voiceover comes back a little bit in that scene, because yeah. he's talking about how, like, you know, like, how the sort of, what happens when, you know, like, that entire thing, like, neighborhood all, like, Gets every, together, everyone yeah. shows up at once. Yeah. Um, I really liked the, uh, the the thing about the bag snagger. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Whole, the, the dude who just, like, gets mm-hmm. bags out of trees yeah it takes the bag well because it, it starts off with like the the like it's just like the, the, the shot up of the bag caught yeah. in the tree and he's talking very intently about yeah. about what are we going to do about yeah, this yeah that's and, another and, one that yeah, I remembered yeah. that like really stood out in my mind that yeah. I remembered from back like watching it back in the day yeah. I was like yeah the bag snagger yeah um, hey, everybody appreciates that nobody wants a bunch of bags in the trees yeah I don't know it's just an interesting <laughs> it's idea it's neighborhood service it's just an interesting yeah, idea but it is like it is like a um, like that oh that's a character alright like um Keith David he, I was gonna say Keith David the, like, he's like the spirit of Jackie Robinson yeah, I yeah. guess <laughs> Um, and you, you, never, a, you yeah. never see his face. Like yeah. he just has his back to the camera the whole yeah. time. That was interesting. I mean, you recognize his voice immediately. Oh, of course, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, I, I found out recently an interesting thing about Keith David that I did not remember that I found out recently, or was reminded of recently, is uh, he had like a uh, prominent, like recurring role on Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Really? Yeah, like he was on it like a lot. Yeah, weird. Like um, he was in. He was part of the cast of like the. Um, like the land of make believe. Oh yeah, yeah. When they when they would go through the take the train to yeah, go. To the, yeah, yeah. He was in that, and then there's also an episode. The, the reason what what triggered it on me was um, there was a thing recently that uh, was pretty widely, uh, you know, put out on the internet where it was a story about um, a segment where uh, it was about video games. And oh, it's okay. like Mister Rogers going to like a like a video, oh, right. like an arcade or whatever, and there and there's like this kid there. And the kid is like showing them like this is how they, and it's like Donkey Kong. Yeah, or whatever. of course. It's like yeah, 1983. Yeah. yeah. And he's like showing them like Donkey Ar- Kong. Arcade games. And then uh... Keith David comes in and he plays like the the like the like 
video game maintenance guy. Yeah. And he like he he like opens it up to like get the like get the, the boards out. out. Oh, the, yeah. And then he like shows them like they got the, all the boards. Yeah, they take everything. the board and they like show like how it works and stuff, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's Mr. Ryan and it's for like education kids, stuff, yeah. kids and stuff. But and so that made me like, oh what? Like Keith David was in Mr. Rogers? <laughs> and then it turns out like, you know, he was like actually on it like many, many times, uh in in various things. But yeah, uh, no. very odd. Anyways. Yeah. Um but yeah. And then um, the ending, they have uh, one of my favorite things in movies, especially the light. Oh, they, they do a roll the call, roll call yeah, style yeah. thing where the credits, where they show, show up each people, and they put their names up yeah, with, yeah, the, yeah. with the characters. A little smile for the camera. Yeah, kind of, I love yeah, that moments. kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I really like. Well, well, all the way through the credits, also, they have additional little bits, vignettes, too. and yes, like yeah, little yeah. extra, extra yeah. scenes from the, all the, the improv it is, and stuff. Um, it, this, and this is exactly the kind of movie where. Like like that is perfect. Like yeah. that is that is an excellent. Yeah. But again, really illustrates that real major difference yeah. in the two movies. Yeah. Like they have like a really different approach in many mm-hmm. ways, which is interesting considering using the same location, some of the same characters yeah. and actors, uh, the same filmmakers, you know. Yeah. And really interesting that they decided to go in like a completely opposite direction in many ways, you know. Yeah. So that's but, probably uh, yeah, one of the no, things I find most fascinating about the whole project. <laughs> it, they, <laughs> it's just that like they made a, these two things, and they're like totally different. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, I was uh, it was good to see smoke yeah. and uh, reminded of blow in the face again and, and yeah, that another watch. I found smoke a little bit on the slow side. It, it is around. a little. Uh, you know, I, I thought that too. I thought yeah. Uh, the 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 interestingness of the characters kept me yeah. through it from from it from it being kind of like. Like I'm like every time I was starting to get like right. and it's not this like it's getting a little and like super long like mm-hmm. yeah it's it's almost two hours but I mean yeah. that's pretty normal for like a drama or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. or a dramedy but um, I was actually surprised how much of considering like is widely sort of like smoke is like a Harvey Keitel movie yeah is like it's actually way like less Harvey Keitel yeah. than it is uh, um uh, what's his name uh. uh William Hurt? William Hurt. Like, I feel like William Hurt's in it so much. Yeah, it seems but like mostly it. because William Hurt does so much stuff with uh, yeah. Thomas. It sort of goes and, back yeah, and forth yeah, to yeah, a degree, yeah. but... And I was just surprised. I was like, yeah. we go scene, scene. We do a number of scenes before getting back to... Yeah. And I was like, but oh, the same, okay. the reverse is also... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Towards the, Especially towards the, the back end of it. He, Garvey can tell in almost all of it. Yeah. Um, so it, it kind of it but, goes back uh, and forth yeah. a little bit. But yeah. So yeah, that's a good... Um, uh... Yeah, they're really Good. interesting to watch together. Yeah. Like. Uh, only downside is this blue in the face can be a little hard to track down. Smoke's real easy I, to track I down. Them, I'd own them both on DVD. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that's good. Um, <laughs> uh, like I ended up for a long, uh, long time. Uh, I ended up, ended up having to watch Blue in the Face on YouTube, so wow. not, the, not the greatest quality. Yeah. Um, that's right. But uh, uh, but yeah, but it's smoke smoke because it's a fairly it's quite it's yeah, yeah, yeah. more or less famous film it's, well and it's because it's 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 more the actual movie movie yeah, Blue yeah in the yeah. face is kind of i mean it's fun yeah. like i think like i said it would probably I, be just a dvd extra and i probably it. enjoy blue in the face more in a way even though it's I, I not sort of did technically <laughs> as good a movie per yeah, se yeah. but because it's of yeah. what it is mm-hmm. i just enjoy it a lot I, yeah yeah but, there, there, I mean, there's there's definitely reasons to enjoy both, and they're different. Oh, absolutely! But yeah, yeah. No, I love. I, both. I, but I, I'm I'm with you. I sort of slightly yeah. enjoyed Blue and, and the Face and, a little more. And yet, on the flip side of that, I can see why it's not highly rated, yeah. or that, or why it wasn't successful yeah. Like, yeah, in, a, yeah. in a theatrical release I mean, or something like that, because it's not really a real they, movie. They could have tweaked it to fit 
yeah. a little more like sort of the normal. But I think it would have lost a lot of its charm at that right. point. And also, and... It, I mean, it is what it is. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not really a real movie because it wasn't really made to be. No, no. Like, it's something yeah, yeah. that was cobbled together. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was more or less like, the fact even, that it even exists is more or less a fluke than I mean, anything else. Even, like, like, a lot of the stuff in it, there's stuff in it that wasn't even, like, the time at the end where they did stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of it, a lot of the stuff in Blue in the Face isn't even from that. It's just from, like, things in between right. scenes in mm-hmm. when there's filming smoke and they just did a little bit of improving or riffing on things. Yeah. And then they just use that as stuff yeah. for Blue in the Face, right? So, I mean, like, it, it's sort of a mishmash of so many different things. Um, but I just, I just find it really enjoyable. Yeah. No, I liked it a lot. Um, and, uh, I, yeah. It was just funny how I was like, oh, wait, I've seen yeah, this. Yeah, it's just a very... I've seen this without context. Yeah. Huh, this is going to be interesting. It's just a really unique way yeah. to do something and to make, to make sort of two films like that that are totally different. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, 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 I find it really I, fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Yeah. There's a, there's the, the link between these two is, is really neat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. All right. So uh, that's it for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be back next week. Mm-hmm. Episode 140. Mm-hmm. Uh, top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Going to be talking about the movies of 2017 and which ones were our favorites. Uh, so I am excited about that. Um, until then. I'm Chris. Let's have it. Cheers. Bye-bye.